Two big things here I want to start out with. One, if you haven't noticed, my audio quality is much better. Thank you to this $20 microphone that I bought off of Amazon. Two, we decided to bring back Nick Giordano on a full-time manager basis, mainly Whoa. because he was the only one that responded to the DM. So, All right. All right, but boys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> well, yep. thank you for putting up with us. Absolutely. Let's hop right in. NBA news. Um, our Nuggets down 0-2. Sad. It was close. They should have yeah. won yesterday. Um, Jokic absolutely went off at the end of the game, and he was bullying the shit out of AD, who everybody argued should have been Defensive Player of the Year. And then AD had the biggest fuck you of all time <laughs> by hitting a game-winning three-pointer. Uh, yeah, Jokic, yeah, Jokic scored the last 11 for Denver, and yeah. then obviously AD hit that three, and he scored the last 10 for the Lakers. Yeah, there, there are times that I just don't know how Jokic does it. He just looks like a beached seal running around <laughs> there, trying my, to find his shot. My roommate, who doesn't watch too much basketball, was watching the game with me last night, and even he was like, he doesn't look like he should be good at basketball. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude. Before quarantine, he was even chubbier. So. Yeah, <laughs> and I was nah. like, he was like third or fourth in MVP voting last year. It just says how fucking good he is. <laughs> He's it, a great player. Yeah, <laughs> isn't it crazy that LeBron is the fourth best player in that series right now? Oh man, I, I no, I, 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 I would say third, with you, but I just, I, LeBron, LeBron's been getting on my bad side lately. Well, yeah. Well, I would say it's AD, Jokic, Murray, and then LeBron. I mean, the Lakers. LeBron. LeBron is not the best player on the Lakers. He's no, not. he's not. No, no. That the Lakers only go as far as Anthony Davis goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. And it, that's kind of been the trend all year, really. Um, LeBron had like a two-week stretch where he was really good, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's entered the MVP conversation." But that's been eighties. That's really, really, it's been eighties team all year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I and in terms of the best players in that series, I think it goes Anthony Davis, Jokic, and I put LeBron third, and then Murray fourth. Yeah. But and I, I want to talk about that last play of Game Two, that was last night actually. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Mason Plumley didn't follow AD on the screen just irritates the fuck out of me. Yeah, dude, I watched that too. I was so annoyed right there. He was telling the other dude to switch on him, but he had plenty of room to get out and contest AD shot. It was... LeBron didn't even go inside a screen. Like, why are it, you going yeah. straight to LeBron? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. It... He probably he probably cost him the game with that move. Like, a contested shot with Plumlee guarding AD, it's a hard shot to make. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I think he might have cost him the game right there. Uh, 
is definitely going to be a tough series now that they're down 0-2. I, I just – I really feel for the Nuggets. Both their series have gone seven games. Like, they just – they have to be out of gas. And the fact that they're still competing, I would, lo- I would love to see both – I'd love to see the Lakers are rested for about a week. I'd love to see the series if the Nuggets were rested. Literally back-to-back series, they came back from 3-1 and then the NBA said, "All right, you play tomorrow." Yeah, I know. It's it that that's crazy. Yeah, you go you go and beat a you have a crazy series against Donovan Mitchell and the Jazz. Then you go play a lot of people's NBA champion favorites, the Clippers, come back 3-1. Obviously, not an easy series, even though the Clippers just kind of looked out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're like, all right, now I got to go play the Lakers with, on no rest. Yeah. I could still see the series going seven games, though. Uh, uh-huh. if, we've, if we've learned anything through the playoffs, it's the Nuggets. Until the Nuggets series is over and they're home, you can't count them out. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think they're going to win this next game. Um, uh, but, and I'm, I think that they're going to go down 3-1 again. Um, and I think I, I would love for this series to go seven games. Um, my hot take two weeks ago was correct, by the way. I picked yeah. the Clippers, <laughs> um, pulled it out of my ass, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, let's move over to the Eastern Conference where um, Miami's up 2-1 and our boy Tyler Hero. Whew, man. Yeah, um, I mean, I didn't think they were going to sweep. But I still think they're going to win the series in probably six. Yeah, I I hope the Heat win the series just because, A, I fucking hate the Celtics and their fans. B, I love Tyler Hero. I love Jimmy Butler, too. It's impossible not to like how hard that guy plays. Yeah, that team yeah. is just – they're all dogs. They, they, they are. just go out there and they play basketball. That's just what it is, plain and simple. And if if anybody in the NBA can contain LeBron and AD, it's Jimmy and Bam. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. I don't think I don't think the Marcus Smart's not Ding up LeBron. Sorry. <laughs> no. And but let's talk about Bam's block on Jason Tatum. Oh my was, god. Was that game one or game two? Game one. Game one. That was game that, one. That was That was insane. Yeah. Um I honestly was it the greatest playoff block of all time? Was it better yeah. than LeBron blocks on Iggy? Absolutely. Um, I think it. I think it might be just because blocking a dunk is so much cooler than blocking a layup. Like, <laughs> no, that is like hundred percent true. Like Iggy just tried to lay it in, but dude, Tatum cocked that back, and Bam just met him. I mean, I'm sure you guys saw the pictures. Bam's mm-hmm. hand fucking bent back into the rim. Yeah, there's yeah. no way a hand should bend like that. Dude, yeah, I think yeah, awesome. <laughs> I think Bam's block was definitely better, um, but because of the circumstance with the LeBron block, yeah, I like, feel like that's still probably the greatest playoff block of all time. And even probably, though I don't probably. even want to admit that, but <laughs> so, so if Bam made that block Game Seven of the Eastern Conference Finals, would that yes? Okay. Oh my god. Then it yeah. would be oh yeah. God, then yeah. it would be a hundred percent. Okay, mm-hmm. and that's all I needed. Yeah. All right, well, well, let's move on to some all-NBA teams here. Our boy Giannis, mm-hmm. he's growing up so fast. <laughs> First team all-NBA again. First team all-defense also. Back-to-back MVP too. I mean, no big deal. Yeah. 
Um, but don't call him that until he wins the championship. <laughs> I I love it. All right. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna rant about LeBron real quick if you guys don't mind. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, this guy, first of all, why why does he refuse to congratulate Giannis? Like any other play in the NBA would be like, oh yeah, congratulations to him. I think I should have won, but whatever. But he literally is just pouting. Oh, I don't know what the criteria is. Well, the criteria is it's a regular season award. And 99% of the time, the best player on the best team wins MVP. And LeBron was not the best player on the Lakers this year. So I don't know why he thought he should win MVP. Second of all, literally nobody, there is no argument for him to win MVP except for, oh, he's 35. Why the fuck? Why the fuck does age matter? Who cares if he's 35? That's like saying, oh, Derrick Rose shouldn't have won MVP. He was only 22. He's too young, even though he's the best player that year. That's so stupid. And they're like, oh, well, he had to deal with Kobe's death. There's there's a legitimate argument that Giannis was more affected by that than LeBron was. Like, Giannis and Kobe had a relationship. At, LeBron just plays for the Lakers. I'm sure they had a relationship, but I don't know if there's anything serious. Devin Booker is probably closer to Kobe than LeBron was. <laughs> So there, there's no – like any Laker fan you ask, there's no real argument other than he's 35 and he had to deal with Kobe, which everybody else had to deal with Kobe. And age does not fucking matter when it comes to winning an MVP race. And Giannis had arguably the best season of all time. Greatest PR in NBA history. And he didn't play a single game over 40 minutes. Yeah. I think, I think when looking at the stats, I think LeBron James, the only thing that – he has more than Giannis would be minutes and assists per game and assists. Yeah. But everything think, else, LeBron, uh, Giannis leads everything I think, else. I think the LeBron only played what, like 36 minutes. You, you want to know what Giannis total average minutes per the season was 28, 29, 30.2. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This man wasn't even playing 75% of each game. And he still put up a historical season. Yeah, I mean, tell me he, there's, does, he doesn't deserve it. There's literally no argument. The people, the people who argue it, don't don't watch the Bucks or basketball. They watch the Lakers, and that's it. But Lakers fans are delusional, and they always have been. And now LeBron's there, so you have all the LeBron followers that just make it even worse. I I think the other argument some people have is that when you take LeBron off the Lakers, they're a six through eight seed at best in the West, where if you take Giannis off the Bucks, they're still going to be a top five seed in the East. Well, it's just because they're in the East. Top. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get that argument. Like, yeah. So he may be more valuable to his team, but that doesn't make him the best player. In I don't the- really know if he is. Cause AD is AD. What was a phenomenal player this year? Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. So I don't really think that, LeBron's value was as high as it would have been compared to other years. But I also think that if you take either AD or LeBron off the Lakers, it doesn't matter which one. They're not a one seed in the. No, they're not. It oh, will, it will not, not even be close. No, they're because they're outside of those two players. Their team's pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Their yeah, next I'm... best player is who? Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma <laughs> or Danny Green? Come yeah, on now, Rajon Rondo. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, it's no. LeBron should be more worried about his uh 
15-year-old son smoking weed on Instagram Live <laughs> rather than whining about not winning MVP. I'm a LeBron guy too, but God, he's just been such a whiny little bitch lately. Like fucking dude, you lost. You're gonna win. You're gonna win the finals. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. And for all the people that uh, before the season made the argument that LeBron doesn't chase MVPs, he chases championships. That's what Giannis should do. Well, how the turntables have turned there, buddy. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I I saw a tweet that was like, "Oh, Giannis is just chasing MVPs." Well, they're quotes after he won Giannis said oh don't call an MVP till I'm a champion and LeBron is still in the playoffs probably gonna go to the finals and he's crying about not winning MVP so I don't know it sounds like Giannis wants a championship way more than LeBron does yeah also Giannis is 25 this is the this is what is probably like his third pretty damn good season obviously uh last year and this year and then the year before he won most improved yeah so He's like he's not even in his prime yet. No, like like I said last week, Jordan and LeBron didn't win the championship. They were twenty seven. Yeah, like I don't know why people are like, oh, he has to leave to win a championship. Why? He's twenty five years old. Mm-hmm. His career's just getting started. Yeah, but he's not gonna leave, so it doesn't matter. No, he's not. Yeah, I, anyway, I don't think he's gonna lose. Congratulations to Giannis. He deserved it. The voting wasn't even close. It was 84 to 16. Yeah. I mean, and that's how it should have been. And the 16 that voted for LeBron, like some of the media literally have come out and admit, oh, I, I just voted for the narrative. Yeah, I know. That's See, that's ridiculous. They need – like yeah, that's... why do you have a vote? Did mm-hmm. you see the one uh, ESPN reporter? I don't know who it was, some girl who didn't put AD on her first, second, or third All-NBA team. Why well, does she have a vote? Yeah, she, she. I think it was. It might have been her or someone else. Was they it had Maria Taylor. Maria I don't know. They had Andre Drummond as first team All NBA or some shit like that. that or was all an, defensive. That was, that was somebody else. They had Andre Drummond and Brandon Ingram as their top two picks for def- for all team uh, first defense. Yeah, and they had Brandon Trey Young, Ingram? and they had Trey. They had Trey Young second team All NBA. They and they had Luka Doncic first team All. Um, uh, defense. And yeah. If there's anything bad about Luca's game, it's that he doesn't play a lick of defense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, how do these people have votes, dude? They don't. They don't know anything. They don't watch basketball. Yeah. I. I. They need to switch up who votes for these awards and stuff. Yeah. Like it that. shouldn't be media. It. Sh- they should leave it up to like the owners and GMs. Like, keep it in the league. Yeah. I, I don't even league. think owners. I think it should just be GMs and like a select few players that have a say in it. Like the NBA PA? Yeah. Those guys, like the high ups? Yeah, like you know how the NFL obviously does the pre-rankings for the NFL Top 100 and it's all players who vote. Yeah, right. Yeah, like so. you, unless your peers say that you're the best at something, like you really don't recognize yourself yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for, I mean, James Harden said the same thing last year. He's like, oh, the media takes their narrative and runs with it. The media hate Giannis, and they're begging for him to get out of Milwaukee. So I don't know what they're t- – they just – I mean, they just lie, blatantly lie about everything. Like, there's no narrative for Giannis to win MVP. The narrative the entire second half of the year was, oh, LeBron should win, LeBron should win, which is ridiculous. He shouldn't. He had literally a good three weeks at the end of the season, 
before uh, the league got shut down. And then everybody's like, oh, he's right in the conversation. No, he's not. Yeah, I, I saw something as well that, had, that said something along the lines of the NBA should do what other leagues do and either push the MVP back until after the postseason or recognize the NBA's best player in the postseason. And I got really confused from that tweet because doesn't the NBA do finals MVP? Isn't that the same thing? Uh, that's kind of just just the finals because someone could absolutely go off in the first, like, let's say like, three rounds and they when, don't make it to the finals. Yeah. yeah, but the part of the tweet that got me was that they said they should make it more modern like the other leagues do. Can you name another league that doesn't do, like, a Super Bowl MVP, World Series MVP, something like that? Because I can't. I, so I don't know what that per- – I'm pretty sure it was Maria Taylor that said that. So I don't know what she's – Oh, my God, of course. Um, oh, what was I going to say? Um, oh, I was going to say they need to do it like they used to where they announce it during the regular season. Yeah, they do it like right and, before the playoffs. Yeah, and they give it to the player in front of their home crowd like the last home game like they did for Derrick Rose. Yes, that, that was a- awesome. Yeah, I mean – Imagine, obviously, this year, we no fans would have been there, but mm-hmm. last year, Giannis getting his first MVP in front of Milwaukee. Oh, my God. That'd be so, so cool for him and the fans. Yeah. And there'd be no argument of, oh, well, he didn't play well in the playoffs. They, then that whole narrative couldn't come up because it is a regular season award, so give it to them during the regular season. Yeah, and there's no, like, excitement of the awards anymore. Because all the rewards are leaked no. hours beforehand. Yeah, they tweeted like, at they tweeted at nine a.m. Oh, by the way, Giannis just won his back-to-back MVP, and then the Bucks t- Twitter account tweeted, "Tune in NBA TV at two p.m. <laughs> Central to find out who wins." Yeah, Woj told us six hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, moving on from NBA news, let's get into some NFL news. Week two. Almost in the books. We're about halfway through the Raiders-Saints game. Raiders but looking good. I, they are. They're up by seven right now. Yeah. But um, week two. Dude, football is all the way back. <laughs> Holy shit. This week was so awesome. I mean, the NFL So much is... high-scoring games. Every, every game. Uh, I introduced my roommate to NFL Red Zone because he likes to just watch the Packer game. But I was like, oh, dude, I can't. Yeah, they're winning by 20 (laughs) every single game came down to the last possession or two for the noon games Mm -hmm. again awesome but uh we have to talk about the cowboys game oh man dude as when i thought that Dak sucked he just (laughs) absolutely silenced me like holy shit he won me my fantasy uh matchup this week he got 40 points for me yeah he I mean, uh, I saw a stat that nobody in NFL history has had 400 yards and uh, two touchdowns rushing and one passing in an NFL game. He did that in the second half. <laughs> yeah, I think he had three rushing touchdowns. And, yeah, uh, I think he did. Yeah, it was. I think he had like 450 passing yards, three rushing touchdowns, and that was he's the only NFL player to ever do that. Yeah, and he did it all in a half. Fucking yeah. nuts. I'm yeah. The Atlanta Falcons are just they're <laughs> terrible. I'm that was the largest uh lead let up 
since the Atlanta Fal- Falcons let up a 28-3 lead. <laughs> uh, how hot is Dan Quinn's seat? Oh, it's blistering. That <laughs> yeah. man, that he- man, if him and Matt Patricia, if they still have a job by week five, I will be shocked. I, Dan Quinn's been on the hot seat for like since they went to the Super Bowl, dude. I like, know. Arthur what Blank's are they doing? just – he just doesn't want to fire anybody. I don't know why. Yeah, like, and it, I feel bad for Matt Ryan. Yeah, his stats, I feel bad for that whole offense. Have been cra- yeah, their defense is just awful. But he's been crazy this year, and Calvin Ridley's a fucking stud. Oh, dude, Calvin Ridley is – he's a baller, man. He has – I think he's got – 240 receiving yards this year and four touchdowns in the two games. Yeah, he's been crazy. He's putting Julio to shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when, when you look at that offense, Matt Ryan, Todd Gurley, Hayden Hurst is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, Russell Gage is a pretty good slot receiver. He should have thrown a touchdown this week. Julio, yeah, Julio dropped, dropped it. it in the end zone. He threw a dime. That offense is scary, and it's – very surprising that they can't do anything with it. Well, they need to fire their special teams coach after that onside kick because that was just – that made no sense. Yeah. That what, just did not make sense. What was going on there? They literally I felt watching, time stop. Yeah, they, they honestly must have thought, well, we can't touch it either till it hits the 10-yard line. It's like, no, I think can, that's what you happened. Can, you can touch it whenever you want, guys. You're professional NFL players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't – that I honestly I don't know what they were thinking. I honestly don't. Yeah, but I mean I'm I'm glad they got it back because I I'm gonna be honest with you boys. My hot take from last week was gonna be that Dak Prescott was gonna win MVP, but after his Sunday night football performance, I chickened out. But after <laughs> this week, I'm back. Dak Prescott <laughs> is going to win MVP. <laughs> yeah. Well, Liam, you want to talk about the Packers? Oh, boy. So, here, here, the Packers' offense is just so good. Like, everything's moving in rhythm for them. It looks so much better than last year. It's amazing. Like, oh, my God. But that defense, that defense scared me in the first half, not going to lie. When yeah, they, they got, got down, down 14-3, I was like, oh, shit. Here comes the Lions. They're just going to run all over the Packers. But I always – kind of thought that the Packers would somehow pull it out because if you remember last year, Packers didn't lead the line. The Packers had zero seconds for the entire both games when they were leading the Lions and still won the two games. Wins a so, win. 2-0. and 2-0. Yep, exactly. Wins oh, yeah. <laughs> a win, exactly. The Packers offense has the most points scored in the NFL. By yeah, like 12 points. Yeah, they're averaging 42 and a half. Their offense is so bad. <laughs> I will. One thing that I do want to see, I'll be interested to see how they play against the Saints defense next Sunday night. I think that, that, game, that's, that, gonna, that game's going to be so fun. That's going to be the true test because so far they've played against a Vikings team that's really hurt in the secondary with all the rookies back there and a Lions defense that's truly non existent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, Lions... They let Mitch Trubisky win the game. He went off in that fourth quarter. <laughs> Nick, you want Speaking to talk about Michigan the Bears? Bears? Do, do you want to talk about that, Nick? Yes. Bears are 2-0, baby. Um, first half, it looked like Mitch was going for the MVP, just like he was in the fourth quarter. Start off right where he left off. Um, and then he had, I think, 
40 yards in the second half <laughs> and they won 17 to three. So um, Bears defense. 17 to 13. Yeah, sorry, 17 13. Uh, Bears defense, though, it's pretty solid. Obviously, Saquon going out obviously helped the Bears, but. Bears defense is still pretty damn solid. Um, Kyle Fuller, I think, is the best corner in football. It's he like he was insane. Like they, they Daniel, play, jo- they played Daniel Jones. A win's a win. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Kyle. No, he was deflecting passes. He he had another interception. Or um, no, nah, he he played really well. But uh, the, the Bears Gi- are shaky. Yeah, the Giants' offense sucks. Like, Daniel Jones has fucking nobody out there besides Saquon, and now Saquon's done. They might, they honestly might not win a game the rest of the year. Well, Daniel Jones is also not good at all. He's not. If you watched him at all against the Bears, he was horrible. I, I, don't, think, I don't think he's that good either, but there is some that's not his fault. Like, his best well, yeah. is fucking Sterling Shepard. Yeah. I, I think Daniel Jones is the second best quarterback in the NFC East. I, I don't think Carson Wentz is that good. Wow. I don't. Well, we don't think Carson Wentz is good either. But that might have been the hottest take I've ever heard in my life. No, I, I when I watch Daniel Jones, I see like all the potential out of him. He's an I, Eli Manning. He's Eli Manning two That's exactly what Eli he is. Manning won two Super Bowls. You're right, but this dude's going to be worse <laughs> than Eli Manning. <sighs> Um, I have I have a take that all Bears fans are like. Mitch Trubisky is not the worst quarterback in the NFC North. It's Kirk Cousins, and it's not even close. Yes, sir. <laughs> he, I, I, it baffles me that he went four and twelve for five years on the Redskins, the football team, <laughs> made the playoffs once, and the Vikings were like, "All right, let's make you the highest paid quarterback in the NFL." <laughs> I, I didn't understand it last year, and this year he – I think in the first half he was 6 of 20 with two picks and 40 yards. I mean, he's, he's fucking horrible. Didn't he end up only with like 63 yards and three interceptions? Yeah. I don't, I don't know, but all, what I do know is Mitchell Trubisky is better than Kirk Cousins. I Thank mean, you. I'm very let, glad you said that. <laughs> let's hope the Bears give a Kirk Cousins contract to Mitchell Trubisky, though. Um, well, see, the thing is, it's good that they have Trubisky starting because if he sucks, then it's, we have Nick Foles. Big dick Nick? Obviously, nine inch Nick. He's really good. So (laughs) does that go for all people named Nick or just Nick Foles? Um, uh, I declined to comment. Um, (laughs) um, but yeah, no, see Mitch, Mitch had a good first half. He had like 150 no, like 130 yards, um, two touchdowns in the first half. He was looking good. Bears offense was really moving. Um, and then the second half, I I don't know what happened. I guess just they just ran. Some consistency. Yeah, that's all it is. If he's consistent, then I think he's going to be a good quarterback. I don't think he's going to be, like, really good or great. I think he's like a solid quarterback. Like I, a middle I, of the road. I do want to get your take on the Bears extending Tariq Cohen, Nick. Uh, uh, last year he was horrible because he kept running like east west instead of north south. Like you're supposed to as a running back, he was afraid to get hit. But I was okay with it. Even before Allen Robinson? No, that I'm not okay with. Allen Robinson should have been the first person they extended. 
obviously. He's yeah. the best offensive player on that team. And then David Montgomery, though, is having a nice two games so far. He's playing, he's playing much better than he was last year. You just got to stay healthy. Yeah, and it's, he's also playing better. It's because he's actually getting touches. Yeah. Like, he ran the ball 16 times for, like, 80 yards, and he had a receiving touchdown. Uh, but last year, he was getting seven carries a game. Oh, I know. I had him in fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sucked. So, yeah. But this year, he's doing much better, so that's good. Bears are 2-0. and Still going with the Mitch for MVP. Bears are going right. to go 13-3 and till it was four games. All right. Okay. Let's move on. To another 2-0 and team, the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray is one hell of a baller. There it is. There it is. The sound effects. <laughs> yeah, I'm all in on the Cardinals. Yeah, kind I'm, of same. I'm all in. Uh, Kyler Murray is crazy good, and adding DeAndre Hopkins to that offense is nuts. Uh, their defense is super solid. I know. Shout out my boy Robbie Moret's gonna love to hear this, but I'm all in. I'm all in on the Cardinals. I can see I, him coming out of that division right now. I, I don't know about the division. No, I, the, but the I Seahawks are still in. I think they're going to come in second. Yeah, I could see them coming in second and competing for a wild card spot. Yeah, I could honestly see that happening now. Yeah, I think I honestly think like a nine and seven or ten and six is very possible for them. Extremely possible. Yeah, it sh- uh, they should be nine and seven. I think they might even be better with with all the injuries that San Francisco had. I mean, they're probably going to lose twice to the Seahawks, but yeah. Other than that, like they could, they could win. They could win a lot of games. I, I, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in on the Cardinals. Yeah, uh, Kyler Murray, man. I don't know why he's so good. I didn't think. I did not think he was going to be that good. To be honest with you, I thought it was going to be a mistake that he chose the NFL over the MLB. I was just about to say. I remember all the people telling yeah. him he was an idiot for not playing baseball. I, I said that too. But I now I, I totally retract that statement and i will be the first to apologize for that because he is very good he's very good (laughs) look at us repenting our sins (laughs) (laughs) um i i do want to say i to another game the jags titans the jags are not tanking for trevor lawrence no they're not they're trying to win they're not they're not a bad team no no. It came down to the last possession against Tennessee, who's really good. Nick, you had him in your top five power rankings. Yeah. No, dude, Jacksonville Jacksonville is going to – I don't want to say they're going to make some noise, but they're, they're, they're not a bad team at all. They're probably going to go 7-9, but that'll be a win for them. Considering they're projected to go 0-16, that would mm-hmm. be insane. Wait, they were projected to go 0-16? Well, they were underdogs in every game in Vegas, so pretty much. First team in, first team in NFL history to be uh, an underdog in every single game. Well, they Not dominated even. the Titans, by the way. Uh, yeah, if you look at the stats, the Jags murdered them. Yeah. I don't yeah, know I, how I, they came out with the win. I, I know that because I had the Titans defense in fantasy, and that not, not a good week. <laughs> Oof. I had the Cardinals defense. I had the Ravens defense. Ravens defense went off. Yeah, fuck you too. Um, <laughs> but let's let's go to another game here. Uh, the Sunday night game. Cam Newton. Dude, he's back. I think he's back. He might be back. 
he, I, well, I think that he was outcasting Carolina for some reason, but he's, dude, he's back. He's good. Yeah, I wasn't completely sold after week one because he barely threw the ball. But after he threw uh, that interception the second half, he just turned it on and he was slinging the fucking rock, dude. Mm-hmm. He, he, they, they gave the Seahawks a run for their money, and I think the Seahawks are the best team in the NFC. The Patriots are going to be the Patriots, dude. If Bill Belichick's their head coach, they're going to be competing for a playoff spot, maybe even the Super Bowl. Every single Cam- Cam Newton single-handedly almost beat the Seahawks last night. Yeah, exactly. A really good Seahawks team. And going up against that Seahawks defense, too? Ooh. Yeah. No, yeah, one of his only bad plays was, honestly, that last play of the game, he should have just – he should have went outside. I don't know why he tried to force it. That play call was just bad from the beginning, in my opinion. See, I don't honestly, I don't think it was that bad because Cam is huge and he can truck through that like defensive line there. They, but they he should have popped it out. He should have went outside. I don't think he should have tried to force it. They they had a game. They had a play like that earlier in the game, too, when they were on the goal line. And instead of having Cam take it, they had Cam fake it, and one of the tight ends got loose in the end zone and was wide open. So yeah, I was expecting yeah. them to do that play and have, have the exact same result. But Yeah, they could have won that game. And this, the, the Patriots, half their defense opted out this season. And they're still, they're still right there. Like, Bill Belichick is just the fucking greatest coach to ever walk this earth, dude. It's insane what he can do with a team. Yeah. Yeah, he's unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I say the biggest winners of week two were the injuries. <laughs> Dude, the injury bug just, oh, it was terrible. I've never seen anything like it. Dude, it was sad. I Everyone think going down. There were like four or five 49ers players alone that are done for the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Yeah, in the 49ers, what was it? Nick Bosa and Solomon Thomas. Both tore their ACLs three plays apart from one another. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's just um, – And ahead. the amount of talent that went down, too. Uh, Saquon. Saquon, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, Corlin Mostert. Yep. Corlin Sutton. Tore his, Sutton. Tore his ACL. Paris Campbell. Um, not Obviously not a huge talent, but just another guy. Knee injury. He's – out indefinitely, which probably means the rest of the year. Drew yeah. Locke. Yep, Drew Locke. Jimmy Garoppolo. You had the um, the safety from Seattle that looked like he might have tore up his knee as well on that play. Yeah. It, it was just a bad week for injuries. Yeah. Well, players, the 49ers players, they don't want to play at MetLife anymore because the turf is so bad, apparently. That's that's what I – yeah, that's what everybody yeah. was saying. Yeah, they play there next week, too, against the Giants. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, it'll be interesting to see whether – if the 49ers do play there, if they hold out some of their players due to the turf. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. Neither would I. Um, Gerard Taylor went down, too, with a chest injury, and Justin Herbert stepped up. He looked and good. he looked good. He looked good. He looked good, um, but unfortunately, he was playing the Chiefs, and Patrick Mahomes 
I, I literally saw people on Twitter were like, oh, man, this, is, this might be the first bad game of Patrick Mahomes' career. And then on the, on, as soon as people tweeted that, he threw a 55-yard dime on the run to Tyreek Hill for a <laughs> touchdown. And then they had a third and 20, and Mahomes ran for it and got it. <laughs> that, that, guy, that guy is ridiculous. We went out to Cheesecake Factory for my roommate's birthday yesterday, and we were talking about that play, and one of the servers stopped and started talking. He's like, bro, Mahomes is a freak. <laughs> Dude, he he's is. Like, he's like, that guy just gets it done. I said, like, yeah, he's, he's, he's the most talented fucking quarterback I've ever seen in my life. You know what that play reminded me of? Back in the Super Bowl, when Mahomes and the Chiefs offense wasn't getting going, and then Mahomes oh, hit like that seventy-yard dime to Tyreek Hill. Yeah, that's what that play reminded me of, and that was the play that got the Chiefs' offense going this past week as well. Yeah, he just turns it on like that, just in the blink of an eye, and everybody's like, "Oh, Chiefs are back." Yeah, all all he needs is one play. Like, yeah, legit. I, the Chiefs are just so. I thought they're gonna lose the whole game. I, I went to my room for like two minutes when they were down eight and I came back and the game was tied. And I was like, what the fuck did I miss? <laughs> they just, that team is just insane. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to move away from NFL to the big 10? I know you oh, guys do. Oh. <laughs> it feels good saying that the big Ten's back, baby. The big 10 is back. Finally, we got it back. We did it. We won. Oh, how how do you feel, Ian? Oh, Liam, you have no you have no idea. I'm gonna take a second to be selfish here. Shout out to Nebraska and Ohio State. Yeah, but guess who started the whole thing? Guess who held a press conference with Scott Frost two months ago and was like, "We want to play no matter what." And Ohio State was really the only other team that came out and supported us. And those both teams just fought to play and they what what really what really changed it around was Nebraska players started to sue the Big Ten and Kevin Warren flat out lied about everything and when when it gets legal then they have to release information and he knew that he was gonna be caught lying so they had they had to let him play. And to say fuck you to Nebraska, we got Ohio State week one. <laughs> I, I do want to give Nebraska a bit of a shout out because they were the ones that technically broke this news that the Big Ten was coming back. Yeah, how, with, how with perfect. That. Full circle. We were the ones who started the movement and then our hot mic picked it up. And <laughs> our chancellor came out and said they were going to release the schedule on Saturday morning. Uh, they said that on Friday. And then they released it Saturday morning. Like, <laughs> Nebraska are the newsbreakers. <laughs> do you want to talk about the Big Ten schedule drop? Yeah, I do. You go ahead. All right. My takeaway from it is that it's going to be a Wisconsin-Ohio State Big Ten championship once again. Yep. Yeah. With they gave probably Wisconsin. Ohio State kicking the shit out of Wisconsin because it happens every single year. Wisconsin but, got an easy-ass schedule. Yeah, they, they play nobody that really scares me from the Big Ten East. Yeah, um... On the opposite side of that, Nebraska got Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, and Northwestern first four weeks. <laughs> so North- four knows what I'm hearing here. <laughs> yeah, no, that's tough. That's a tough four weeks right there. I mean, 
the the entire media hates Nebraska right now <laughs> because they wanted to play football because a bunch of twenty year olds wanted to play football. How dare they? But it is what it is, and I mean, whatever. We're gonna go out there and play. We, I don't give a shit who we play. I knew we were gonna suck. I just wanted to play. Yeah, I I was a bit surprised that the Big Ten is starting so late. Like the twenty third and twenty fourth of October, they're gonna have to go eight straight weeks in the regular season. I thought they would start around the October tenth start date that I think we said last week on the podcast. Yeah. Or the October 17th date. Um, so, do you think that's going to hurt Ohio State for the playoff? Do you think if they go undefeated, do you think they'll get like the two seed, even though they played two less games than most of the other schools that are going to be in it? Or do you think that they'll uh, get like a four, a three or four? The, the winner of the Big Ten, if they go undefeated, they'll get into the playoff. Well, yeah, I, I know I think, they'll I know they'll get in because everybody knows Ohio State is gonna has a really mm-hmm. good chance to win the championship this year. I I think the only thing that I could see the Big Ten being left out of the playoff is if a two loss team comes out of the Big Ten. I think a one loss Ohio State team gets in. I think a one loss Penn State team gets in because they would have to beat Ohio State in order to get in. And I think a one loss Wisconsin team gets in because they would have to beat a one loss either Ohio State or Penn State team. Yeah, I just don't see Ohio State losing, though. I, I can't see him lose. I think Ohio State is the best they've been in quite some time this year. Yeah, and I think Justin Fields, probably either him or – he's a top two Heisman race, him or Lawrence. Yeah, it's, it, it's a two-man race for Heisman, I think. Yeah, with Spencer Rattler being third, but not really in the same conversation as those two. Yeah. What about Chuba Howard? Or Chuba Hubbard, whatever his name is. I don't know. Oklahoma State's going to have to pick up the pace here because they looked pretty bad this past Saturday. I I can't remember if they won or not. It's because their coach is a racist, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, do we have anything else on college football? I didn't really watch any college football this weekend. Um, I I watched some of it. Wait, now that I think about it, I think Oklahoma State did lose. They lost to Tulsa this weekend. So Hubbard's going to have to pick up the pace here. Um, But I think the one game everybody was excited for this weekend was the Miami-Louisville game. Mm, Yeah. Ranks game. The atmosphere was pretty good. The game itself, Louisville looked incompetent. Really? Yeah. I I don't know if it's because Louisville was just playing like normal or if Miami's really that good this year. Dear King really brings an element to that offense that's pretty damn good. But I this next weekend is when the SEC starts. Yeah, that's when I mean, I to be honest, it's not going to feel real to me till the Big 10 starts playing. Then I'll be like, "All right, college football's fucking arrived and we're we're in it now." But yeah, we we still have like a month left until the Big Ten starts playing. This ah, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> we have the NFL and Premier League. Yes. <laughs> That's what I do with my Saturday mornings. We also have baseball. We do have baseball. Yay. The White Sox, they finally clinched a playoff spot. First time in 12 years. Haven't they lost like two days in a row now? Yeah. 
They're not going to lie. They're getting slow at the wrong time. <laughs> um, because I think right now, well, yeah, I think right now they'd have to play the Indians who they're playing right now. Um, but I don't know. They, they won three of four against the Twins, and then they got shit on by the Reds somehow. And then now they are losing to the Indians. So it's not the greatest time to start slowing down, but I honestly, they play the Cubs next series. And I think if they win all three there, then we'll be totally fine for the playoffs. Um, the White Sox are one seed. Uh, right now they're the two. They're a half game behind Tampa Bay. Uh, but your alma mater. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, Jose Abreu should win MVP, and it should not even be close. He's like top ten in batting average. He's top two in home runs, and he's leading the league in RBIs. It's and he's leading the league in clutch RBIs, and it just he's he's the best player in the MLB right now. Or at least the American League. Good for the White Sox. Yeah, good for them. Is, is that all we have on baseball? Um, the the Brewers are getting hot at the right time. You they lost tonight. They got they, shit on by the Reds. They did. They did lose tonight, but they are currently in the playoff spot. They're in the wild card right now. With their what are they? Twenty six and twenty seven, I believe, is their record. You're asking the wrong guy. Yes, it's twenty six and twenty seven. And okay. I think the Reds are 26 and 25. I don't know if that means anything. Uh, yeah, I think uh, Yeah, I think the Brewers, now that they lost to the Reds, they're going to be a game back from the wild card. So the, these – well, there's only, what, like six games left in the season? They have to win all six, I would assume. Yeah. There's not that many games left. I think there's two series left. Or at least win this series against the Reds if it's still possible. Yeah, because the first. Yeah, today was the first game of the okay, series. Yeah. yeah, they're a game back from Cincinnati right now. Yeah. God, fuck the Reds. Okay, well, that's all we know for baseball. That's yeah. talking baseball. Um, let's move on to some other sports. College basketball may seem a little bit early to start talking about this, but it really gets uh, my blood flowing. It's going to start up November 25th. Are they actually going to start? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. All right. And the lucky competitors in the Battle for Atlantis get to play in North Dakota this year. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> no, but I, I'm actually pretty excited that college basketball is going to start back up here uh, in what? Just over a month, really. Wait, no, two months. Two my months. bad. Math's yeah. not my thing. But um, I'm going to be interested to see how they do this because. I've heard that they might try and institute a bubble. And I don't know how that's going to be possible among college kids. Uh, well, if they do it for, per conference, I think that that's okay. Well, the good, the good thing about starting November 25th is that that's when all the other students start to leave for break, which means the only kids on campus are going to be the athletes. So if they can knock out – and, like, most schools probably aren't coming back between Thanksgiving and Christmas break. I think most schools are just going purely mm. online during that time. Are we doing that? I think so. Okay. I honestly We're all don't online know. anyways. It doesn't yeah, matter. I know. <laughs> um, but so if you can knock out 
half the season, almost half the season in those two months, if it's just the athletes on campus. So I don't think it should be too much of a problem as long as they just, as long as nobody else is there. Yeah. It, you can, it definitely gives me hope that March Madness is going to happen this year. I think it will. Cause they'll, March Madness, you can get done in a bubble. Yeah. I was saying, I think March Madness will happen. It's just, they're going to have the bubble uh, aspect to it. Yeah. Did you guys see that um, was the ACC? wanted uh all oh division God. one teams in the march madness yeah what? yeah that all every single division one basketball team they wanted in the tournament which i don't i don't even know like how would that even be possible how many division one teams are there like 360 370 something holy yeah that yeah. doesn't make that's like fa cup shit you know what i mean ian how yeah. there's how like, like fourth tier teams can play against like Liverpool? Yeah, yeah, that's like that's what that is. That makes you, no sense. Do you want me, an example? This is a real life example of a participation award society. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, like seriously, U- UW, UW Milwaukee is going to be in the tournament, dude. Like, I love my Panthers, but get the fuck out of here. Yeah, we were nine and twenty-five or whatever. Well, I don't think we deserve the. <laughs> I don't think we deserve to be in March Madness. <laughs> yeah, I that was a I saw that like and Coach K and Roy Williams were fighting for it, but that just sounds stupid to me. Well, yeah, because Duke and North Carolina would probably play the 355th team and the 360th team out of yeah. 360. Yeah, like yeah, that's so. Yeah, I don't know what like how it would take months. Yeah, that would see. Okay, you'd then that's get, how they. Have to, yeah, you'd have to get rid of the regular season and just play the tournament. Nobody wants that. It'd be a two-week regular season, and then the tournament. Yeah, nobody, yeah, like, nobody no. wants that. Yeah, and then those. Yeah, now that does not make sense to me. Everybody wants to see the Big Ten and the ACC play because conference games are fun. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was never realistic. I think I don't know why they were pushing for that. Yeah, it, that's. <clears throat> That's just something that came up in basketball. But mm-hmm. anyways, I'm excited for college basketball startup. Um, we'll move on to the U.S. Open. Uh, we're talking about golf. Don't want to confuse you tennis fans listening. That ended but, last week. You're fine. <laughs> but um, Bryson DeChambeau finally won his first major this past Sunday. And interesting fact, fact nugget here. The field won. The golf course was so hard that only Bryson DeChambeau finished below par. But yeah. some people are saying it was rigged because Brooks Kepka didn't play. So that's my <laughs> feeling out of it. Yeah. Uh, well, the fairways there were some of the uh, most narrow fairways I've ever seen in my entire life. Nick's young golf career. He's a golf <laughs> I've golfed for one year total of my entire life, and that was some narrow fairways, so I can tell you that. <laughs> Um, does anybody actually like DeChambeau? No, the guy's a fucking douche. Yeah, he's a dick. Nobody likes him. No. Uh, I remember when he was complaining about the red fire ants. (laughs) (laughs) How how do you expect me to play my ball? There's, there's red ants behind me. Shut up, Bryce. Just fucking (laughs) hit your 650 yard drive and fucking quit whining. I know. No, if you were actually watching U.S. Open this weekend, you'd see some clips of just Bryson DeChambeau talking through a shot to himself. Like, 
But he would just sit there and talk to himself for about three minutes before finally picking a club and sh- hitting the ball. Like, seriously, well, shut he, the fuck off and just hit the ball. Well, he yells at anybody else around him if they're talking. <laughs> it was like two weeks ago in a tournament. He, some guy was talking, and after he hit a shot, he turned around and said, hey, sound travels, idiot. Yeah, it was. It wasn't it one of the one of the announcers, right? Probably, dude. Yeah. That guy's just an absolute dick. But that's what happens when you're fucking roided up all the time. <laughs> yeah, I, just an have angry you, man. I I read something a couple of months ago about his diet that he got ever since quarantine. I'm pretty sure that man drinks about like six to eight protein shakes a day. Yeah, he does. Like, imagine how much money that must cost in protein powder. I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. How much does protein powder cost? Like, it's it not could, cheap. It no, could cost not. fifty. It could cost fifteen dollars. It could cost seventy-five dollars, and I would not know. <laughs> <laughs> I really thought you'd start hitting the gym, Nick. Yeah, same. <laughs> we'll save that for the off-topic part. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's what we'll talk about. Um, Nick, you just wrote something in the doc. You want to touch on this? Oh, yes. I would just want to talk about how Arsenal is the greatest club in the world for a sec. Oh, man, they're so good. They're so good at football. They're so good at what they do. Um, they're in first place right now. They won two games. Uh they're two and zero. Oh. This is like talking about the Bears. <laughs> but to see, the thing is, Arsenal is a better team than the Bears in their respective sports. Yeah, well, I I know, but there's 36 games left. Arsenal have a lot of time to mess it up. Um, I'm I'm a huge Arsenal fan, but I'm not I'm not going to get too excited. We barely beat West Ham, and West Ham probably are going to get relegated. <laughs> well, West Ham played pretty well in that second half. No, we just played terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, Joe Bosman, I don't know if he was going to listen, but I know he told me he wanted us to talk about Premier League, so I'm going to touch on Chelsea. Um, he told us this weekend that Timo Werner is a better striker than Aubameyang. Uh, when Werner scores a goal, we can start having that discussion. <laughs> He hasn't done anything yet, so um, until he gets a goal or an assist, I don't want to hear a word from you. Also, Chelsea is not good. Well, they're going to finish above Arsenal this year. I hope you know that. No, they're not. Not a chance. There's a big chance. It's going to go Liverpool, Arsenal, City. Mark my words. And then Wolves. Okay, I'm marking the tape. (laughs) (laughs) You're so wrong. This isn't recorded, right? (laughs) (laughs) you know i i actually had a soccer conversation with somebody this uh past friday actually oh the guy dropping off my bud light seltzer uh, (laughs) had a nice little arsenal conversation with him oh actually yeah and um now that i mentioned dropping off my bud light seltzer uh once my dad gets to this part yeah It was for his roommate, Mr. Yeah, my, my roommate, yeah. clearly 21. <laughs> what did he say? What did he say about Arsenal? Um, I don't know. All he said he was a fan. Couldn't really understand him. Somehow got Christian Pulisic up in the conversation. He plays for Chelsea. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that was my thing. I don't know how it bounced from Arsenal to Chelsea. 
Probably just because he's American and he's good in the Premier League. Oh, trust me, he was not American. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where was he from? Where do you think? He, where do you think he was from? Um, he had like an African accent. Okay. He seemed pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, especially when he came with my Bud Light seltzer. <laughs> okay um, We'll give you an update next week Where Arsenal's at the table If we're still in first Because we play Liverpool Oh fuck Yeah <laughs> God. Okay uh, Let's go to this or that We only have one this week Because we are short on ideas um, But I want to know who you guys think Is going to have a better NFL career Joe Burrow or Baker Mayfield I feel like this one's pretty easy Yeah same Joe Burrow. Yep. Really? I disagree. I think this is hard. Really? I think I think if you were to ask me um, if they were coming out of college at the same time, I probably would have said Baker Mayfield because I was pretty high on Baker Mayfield coming out of college. Yeah. With that. Um, but Joe Burrow has looked calm, cool, and collected, like a veteran quarterback his first two games. And I know it's a small sample size. Yeah, but, but he hasn't won man, yet either. Well, that's because he's on – the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, then you could argue Baker is not as great because he's on the Browns. Has yeah, but the yeah the Browns have talent though, and yeah. he's and he, and he still can't do anything. I mean, he beat this. He beat the Bengals. He played pretty well on Thursday. He did. I'll give him that. Yeah. Like I don't. I don't know this one. Like, I think. I think if Baker Mayfield were to go to a different team, then we then it would make it a much harder decision. Yeah, yeah, but it's just the Browns are the Browns, and they're cursed. So, Okay, well, then I have another one. Who do you think's trending more in the right direction, the Bengals or the Browns? Uh, the Bengals. I would have to agree with the Bengals. Yeah, I think, I think the Bengals are too. Mm-hmm. Zach Taylor's only in his second year. A.J. Green's back. Joe Mixon's a good running back. They don't have an offensive line, which no, is but not they, good. They've invested Burrow. in it. they pretty sure they have two rookies starting there. Yeah, but I mean, I just I don't know if I see a world where the Browns are ever good. Yeah, same. I can't. Like that just my brain cannot comprehend the Browns like, ever being good. With, with the talent they have for them to still be a bad football team is just like I I don't know if they're going to go anywhere ever. The Browns have two top 15 running backs in the NFL on their own. I exactly, and they can't do anything. And they have two top what 30 receivers? Yeah. I, you know, what are your thoughts on OBJ? Is he actually a good receiver? I see. I don't know. There's I no no doubt he's talented. So do we say? Do we say that Eli Manning is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I, was, I feel like I, I feel like we have to it's, because it's, it's that's hard to say just because Eli's career is done. Yeah, I know, but what OBJ only played a handful of seasons with. Yeah, and Eli. never in Eli's prime either. Yeah, exactly. And then Baker Mayfield, this should starting to get to his prime. Yeah, it should be. But yeah, again, like put OBJ on like a good football team. He's probably like, if you put him on the Packers. Well, yeah, obviously, is Aaron fucking... Rodgers as his quarterback? Yeah. But I mean, well, I don't think there's any doubt he's not a good receiver. Though. Well, I, I, I don't. I think if you put him on a lot of other teams, he's gonna be really successful. Yeah. I just don't know why Baker Mayfield can't throw to him. Baker Mayfield is so inaccurate. 
Have yeah. you like his yeah. accuracy is just terrible. He it's just ridiculous. he just slings the ball, but like he's got an arm. He reminds mm-hmm. me of Jay Cutler. <laughs> yeah. No, I know what you mean there. A hundred percent. Like he can throw the ball can throw the hell out of the ball. Seventy, eighty yards, but Yeah. 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 I, the, go ahead, Liam. What, who were the other quarterbacks taken in that Baker Mayfield draft? Was um Sam Darnold? Josh Rosen. Josh yeah. Lamar Jackson was Josh Allen. One. Josh Allen, yeah. See Josh see if let's if he was on the Bills, he would be very successful, I think. Yeah. Are you a Josh, are, Jets, you a Josh, really? are you a Josh Allen believer? I am. I I yeah, I think so. Especially yeah. Diggs. Yeah. Yeah, um I was not a Josh Allen believer until this season, honestly. He last year, I mean, he still makes some dumb mistakes, but Well, this is what wait, is this his third, third year? Yeah. Yeah. So he's still super young, mm-hmm. but no, I'm 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 on the Josh Allen train now. Yeah. I think Josh Allen's a good quarterback. He's a really good running quarterback for some reason. For being big and slow, yeah, he can fucking truck people. I'm sure yeah, you saw his run this yeah. week. Yeah, like trucked two guys. <laughs> yeah, and and he like gets like fifty rushing, fifty sixty rushing yards a game. Yeah, like he has designed runs. Yeah. So no, I think Dwight Cam Newton. Honestly, I like that comparison. Seriously. Yeah, that's I like yeah. that comparison. That's a really good comparison, actually. He can probably throw a little bit farther than Cam Newton. Yeah, probably. I think mm-hmm. Josh Allen's got the biggest arm in the league. Yeah, but in terms of like running ability, he yeah, he reminds me it. a lot of Cam. Just yeah. just a big dude, hard to take down. All right, is that all we have for that? Yeah. Do we yeah. want to move on to our Big Ten predictions? Top five. Would love to. All right. Who wants to start? Um, I, Nick, you want to start? Yep. Number five. Go ye Northwestern. Fight right through that line. <laughs> well, I got Northwestern coming in at number five. Um, mainly because I don't know any other teams to put in that fifth spot that are good because I really don't watch college football that much but the four teams that i have above northwestern i actually have watched and i know are good so um and northwestern can be either a three and nine team or a nine and three team so i i feel like i should put them at number five all right that's fair (laughs) it's gonna that'll sound better once i say my number five yeah (laughs) uh i'll go next um I had Indiana at number five. I think Indiana went eight and five last year. I think they're returning most of their starters. They're going to be pretty good. They're not going to compete with the likes of Ohio State and Penn State, let's be honest here. But I could see them finishing around well, six and two. It's, a, it's an eight game season. So six and two, yeah, would probably be. They have, uh, yeah, they have, they have well, 17 no. starters coming back. I think they play Wisconsin, if I'm not mistaken. So five and three is where I would have them at. Okay, but it's hard. It's hard to put it into a normal season. It is very hard. But yeah. I think in, I think Indiana is going to surprise some people. Yeah, they surprised people last year. 
Yeah, yeah I know. I know nothing about Indiana, so I couldn't put them there. I what's in Bloomington? Um. <laughs> it's in Indiana, right? It is. Okay, just making sure. Okay, ready for my number five? I have the Nebraska Cornhuskers, but let me explain why. Okay, I have reasons. So I was really between Iowa and Minnesota for this fifth spot. But the reason I didn't put them was because I fucking hate Iowa. I refuse (laughs) to give them any credit because they're a bunch of bums. And they're just the worst fucking fans ever. And the reason I didn't put Minnesota is because when the Big Ten canceled, P.J. Fleck came out and said, Every single one of his players agreed with the decision and did not want to play football. So I don't know how, how much they're going to want to play. I don't know how motivated they're going to be. He said, he's like, every single guy on my team does not want to play. That's what he straight up said. It's a quote. I don't know. I don't know if Minnesota is going to be bought into this season. Do they even want to play? That could also be like the same thing that the Big Ten commissioner said. Oh, yeah. Everyone, everyone voted no. Yeah, I know. That, but that's just what it could be. Because wait, well, who was the I, wide receiver on Nebraska that opted out, and now he opted back in? On Nebraska? Oh no, shit, Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, Rashad Bateman. Yeah, it was Rashad Bateman. Yeah. Yeah, and well, I also think, I think Minnesota kind of knows they're not going to be as good as they were last year. Like mm-hmm. they were insane last year. And I think they're a little scared to play because they're still riding the high from last year. I'm, so I'm not, I'm not bought on, I'm not bought in on Minnesota this year. They had their one good year, kind of like Northwestern did when they made the Big Ten championship. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I understand that. So I just, I just don't know how if what PJ Fleck is true said is true. I don't know how bought in that team is going to be into playing. So I'm putting Nebraska number five, and I'm biased. I know it. But and after we lose seventy to seven, uh, week one, I might change my mind. But who knows? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, number f- four, I've got Minnesota <laughs> because last year they were very good, and I but I don't think that they're going to have the same season that they did last year. Um, but I don't also think that it's going to be like Northwestern how they went from nine and three and then i'm pretty sure the next year they went like three and nine yeah so yeah and they have Rashad shy is a really good wide receiver he's definitely an nfl caliber wide receiver already um so yeah minnesota number four yeah uh i think nick might have just copy and paste my list into his and just put northwestern as five no, but, I didn't even notice that until right now. Shit. <laughs> but uh, I also had Minnesota at four. Um, like you said, Rashad Bateman, he is probably the second best wide receiver in the country behind Shamar Chase of LSU. Um, I think, although I do think you have a point in how much motivation they're going to have to play this year, Ian, they're still in the Big Ten West. I don't believe there's much competition I think Minnesota will go 7-1 with the loss at Wisconsin. I don't know who they're playing from the Big Ten East. I haven't really looked at their schedule because I don't really like Minnesota. (laughs) But I do think that Minnesota has, I don't want to say a cakewalk in the Big Ten 
West, but the Big Ten West is definitely easier than the Big Ten East. I'm telling you right now, Nebraska is going to beat Minnesota this year. I hope they do. I, I, so do I. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> Mark the tape. Nebraska will beat Minnesota this year. <clears throat> if, you're not, if you're not bought into Nebraska, buy in now, everybody. <laughs> the frost air is upon us. I, I bought in last year. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. Well, okay. Adrian Martinez got hurt fucking week one and never got better. So we didn't have a quarterback at all. Yeah, that's true. His, Luke McCaffrey. His, uh, his, 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 well, no, Luke McCaffrey is as oh. good, but Adrian Martinez played on turf toe the entire season. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's a, he's a dual threat quarterback and he couldn't run because he didn't have a fucking foot. So. That's my excuse for last year. <laughs> um, but he's going to be fully healthy. I think people forget how good Adrian Martinez was his freshman year. Like, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the Big Ten. And I'm not even being biased. Like, look at the stats. He had better stats than Trace McSorley his freshman year. And Trace McSorley was good. <laughs> Trace McSorley went to the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> he's a backup uh, quarterback for the Ravens, isn't he? Yeah. Um, people Like – I know last year was a complete disappointment for Nebraska, but at the beginning of the year, uh, Martinez had like five to one odds to win the Heisman. I remember that. He was like third projected and he got hurt real early and just never got back. But I think with him fully healthy and Luke McCaffrey backing him up, uh, Nebraska, they'll be Minnesota. They'll be Minnesota. Um, okay, my number four, I had Indiana. I know I'm ranting. <laughs> um, just going back to what Liam said, they're returning almost their entire team. 17 starters coming back. Um, their quarterback, I can't think of his name right now. Michael, Michael, Michael Phoenix Jr. Yes, I think so. Yeah, if that dude can stay healthy, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the Big Ten. He's insanely good. Um, and, yeah, like in a short season, I think going five and three is not bad in an eight-game season. And I think Indiana can do that, especially with their three losses coming against powerhouses in college football, not even just the Big Ten. Right. Um, number three, I have Penn State. Uh, Penn State was has been pretty damn good these last what three four years. Um, they all I feel like they always lose though to a team that they shouldn't every single year. I don't remember how many losses did they have last year. Three. Yeah, I think so. Maybe two. They lost. Yeah. What Ohio State? They lost in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. It might. Have I, don't too. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I just feel like they. I don't know. I just feel like they always lose a game that they shouldn't have lost. Um, but they're still they're still just an overall really solid team. But there was it that dude on the defense and he opt out to prepare for the NFL draft. Micah Parsons. Yeah. He's a top five yeah. NFL pick. Yeah. So, yeah. He opted out, so that's why I have them three. I guess I could honestly even put them at four, but Yeah. At three I also had Penn State. Um, I think anyway, I've just pulled the Big Ten schedule and Indiana does play Wisconsin. Okay. But um I think that Penn State, they're obviously gonna be in the running for 
the Big Ten East. It, it This year is going to come down to that Penn State-Ohio State game because Penn State doesn't play anybody else pretty good this year. I mean, they play out of the West. They play Iowa, and they play Nebraska. They should so, win both of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they should win both, especially with no fans at Big Ten games this year. So it's really going to come down to that Penn State-Ohio State game, but Penn, Penn State just hasn't been able to prove that they can win that game yet. And until they do, I'm going to put them at three. Yeah. Um, I had Wisconsin at three. Um, I think Wisconsin will be in the Big Ten championship game, but I still think that Penn State is a little better than them talent-wise. That's why I'm at number three. Um. Liam, is Graham Mertz going to start, or is Jack Cohn going to keep his job? I, I don't know. It's a, I think just because of how the COVID has gone, I think Jack Cohn will be starting opening day. I don't know if that's going to stay the way through the, out the course of the eight-game schedule, but I do think Jack Cohn will be starting when they take the field against the Fighting Illini of Illinois. Yeah. Um, Wisconsin has a, the easiest, probably the most favorable schedule in the Big Ten after the new release. Actually, I'm not going to say probably. They definitely have the most favorable schedule. Um, their defense is always good. They're returning nine nine starters from the defense. Um, nobody's going to be able to score on them. And Wisconsin, no matter who their running back is, they're going to run for 500 yards a game. And whether it's Jack Cohn or Graham Mertz, Jack Cohn was pretty good last year, but I know people in Wisconsin are high on Graham Mertz. Uh, they thought he was going to start last year, I know. But Cohn kept his job. But, I mean, Cohn's the best, better than Hornerbrook. Yeah, I'd say he's not that – he's honestly not that bad. No, he's the, <laughs> is, is he the best quarterback that's been there since Wilson, you think, Liam? Ooh. I don't know. Uh, I Was it – the Joel Stavi, I want to Joel say. Joel Stavi, yeah. Yeah, he was pretty good. I, I don't know if he was – I feel like he was there after Wilson, right? I think – yeah, I think so. I don't know. I, I kind of get mixed up because I feel like Joe Stave and Scott Tolzien were there for a full eight years. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. I, I would say that, yeah, definitely. Jack Cohn. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. Yeah. So, and Wisconsin's problems – have always come from not being able to throw the ball before with Hornerbrook at least, but with Jack Cohn now, they'll, they'll be, they'll be good. Like they always are. Yeah. Um, at number two, I've got, I've got Wisconsin uh, because they have a very easy schedule, obviously for sure. They have the most favorable schedule in the big 10 um also their offensive line every single year is just absolutely disgusting it's so good that's why they have some of the best running backs to ever come out of the big 10 like jonathan taylor the last three years was just on unreal um and then yeah jack Cohn, he he's honestly not that bad so he's pretty good so that's why i have them at two yeah, I also have Wisconsin at number two. Uh, like you two have said, the favorable schedule, although I am a bit worried about that Indiana game. That's the one game I'm extremely worried about if you're a Wisconsin fan because every year 
you know Wisconsin loses at least one game where you were not expecting it. Last year was Illinois. Fighting Illini last year. Hell yeah. (laughs) So if Wisconsin were to lose a game this year before they got to the Big Ten Championship, it would be Indiana, I believe, just because they would be coming off that rivalry win over Minnesota the week before. They might be looking forward to that Iowa game the week after Indiana. So that kind of the Indiana game seems like a trap game to me. But I think that Wisconsin, they're always going to be competing. Um, they're probably going to, they're going to win the Big Ten West, and they're going to go up in the Big Ten Championship against Ohio State. It's a no-brainer. Yeah, I have Penn State at number two. Um, I don't really have too much to say compared to what you guys have already said. Um, James Franklin's an incredible coach, and he's always going to have them competing with Ohio State um, to be the best team in the Big Ten. So I have them at two, but number one's pretty easy for all of us. At Rutgers. (laughs) 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 I'm kidding. We all all got Ohio State. Maryland. Uh, Maryland. (laughs) Yeah, Ohio State's going to. They're going to win the Big Ten West. They're probably going to make it to the national championship game, honestly. Let's be honest here. God, I hope they do. I, I like Ohio State. Nebraska and Ohio State fans have formed a bond that will <laughs> that will never be broken. No. Yeah, I I, no. I I like Ohio State too. I love Justin Fields. Yeah, um, everybody. He's a super likable guy. Yeah, and I loved J.K. Dobbins last year. Like, also, yeah, it's just yeah, I like Ohio State a lot. So <laughs> that team is fucking loaded. Mm-hmm. I. I think they win the I think they win the national championship this year. I think they get the best of Clemson, assuming Clemson is who they play. Yeah, I could. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me actually at all. And I hope they do. I hope they win. Yeah, same. Alrighty. Do we have any hot takes, boys? Uh yeah, I have one. All right, let's hear it. Not, not including my Nebraska takes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one might be a little bit warmer. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win their division. Hmm. Are, they gonna win a, are they going to win it going 8-8? Eight eight? Or 7-9. Yeah. yeah, but who cares? No, I, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just asking what they're <laughs> – They're, they're going to win the division. The Colts do not look good. Um, Phillip Rivers is not what they were hoping for. I don't know but, what they were hoping for, but <laughs> somebody um, throws a lot of interceptions. Yeah, they they really should have beat the Titans this week. They sh- they should be two and zero in the division. Um, and I think I think they steal a game from the Texans just because Bill O'Brien's a terrible coach and he got rid of all of Deshaun Watson's weapons pretty much. So. Yeah, I think the Jags take the division, and but they will go like seven and nine, six and ten. But they're yeah. still they're still going to win the division. It's going to be fucking horrible this year. Yeah, that division that division is so bad. It's get Deshaun out of Houston, please. Yeah, he needs. Yeah, get him to Chicago. That's oh, what needs get to the happen. fuck out of here. They Chicago had their chance to take him. Wow. <laughs> I so it doesn't. 
Obviously, it's upsetting that the Bears drafted Trubisky, but what's even more upsetting is that they traded up one spot to draft Trubisky. Like, I'm so, no one was going to take him at that second <laughs> spot. No one was. No one was even thinking about it. When they, drafted, when they drafted Trubisky, the rest of the NFL was like, who the fuck is this guy? That he didn't even he didn't even have a good record in college. Yeah, I know he was seven and six. So, <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, when I saw that, I'm like, oh man, yeah. So honestly, these past four years haven't been the greatest, except for 2018 when they went 12 and four, and then uh, the worst day of my life. The double then, doink. <laughs> that is why I hate Chris Collinsworth with all my heart. <laughs> Oh, because he, he brings it up every single Sunday. Night <laughs> I game. know it's awesome. Literally every single game. <laughs> it's awesome. For the past what? It, what is it? It's going to be for the past three eighteen weeks. Oh, eighteen. <laughs> eighteen weeks straight. I've had to hear <laughs> double doink. So that's so that doesn't make me feel too good. But yeah, get Deshaun out of get him out of Houston. Anybody else have a hot take? I, I do. I do. Okay. I I haven't fully settled on this hot take. It's still kind of warm, but um I think a surprise team will make the college football playoff. Now the homer in me wants to say Wisconsin, but another part of me wants to say Miami. I don't know which one. Oh, you're riding high on Miami after their one game this weekend. Or UCF. <laughs> UCF might actually sneak in too. I don't know if you guys saw that game. But Dylan Gabriel, the quarterback for UCF, the kid's a fucking star. It's about time it's UCF so gets into the playoff. Yeah, dude. I they know. went undefeated two years in a row and didn't make it. So, Well, they're national champs. They were with Scott Frost, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't carry over to Nebraska. But, yeah, that, that's my hot take. An oddball team will make the college football playoff. Don't know which one. I'll update you guys as the season goes on. Okay. Nick, you got one for us? I'm trying to think of one, and I can't uh, because I have no hot takes at the moment. <laughs> All right. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I got nothing. I got nothing spicy brewing. I think everything that I think is not that <laughs> spicy. That's a hot take in itself. You thinking <laughs> that your Bears takes are not hot. No, they're not. Not at all. Are you kidding me? Okay. Nick's hot take of the week is that he's reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then yeah, I'm a reasonable Bears fan. Yeah. Your, your, Twitter, your Twitter bio says anyway. Says anyway so. My Twitter, Twitter name, name, it's Mitch for MVP 2-0. Oh. That's what. Oh, my... you switched it to 2-0? Oh. oh, of course I did. How was I not supposed to? They're 2-0. Oh. <laughs> they're going to go 13-3 and three until they lose four games. It's... Uh... <laughs> Oh, sorry, are you going to continue doing the Twitter name thing when they're eventually like? I don't know. Yes, when they are seven and nine, I will still okay. do the Twitter I, thing. I, asked, right. I asked my roommate, I was like, if they lose, is Nick going to take that off or is he going to put one and one? No, I'll <laughs> no, I'll put it. I will. I'll stick through it if they go. If they go, and if they end up going two and fourteen, I probably won't though. What week will you give up? Okay, let's say that they are three and nine. Then I will. Then you'll call it quits. Then I'll be like, "All right, this is this is really hurting me." When will the Mitch MVP come down? When the MVP awards announced, never can count them out. (laughs) 
Exactly. No, uh, when Nick Foles inev- inevitably is a starter. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what I love it. I love it. Yeah. All right. Uh, we don't really have much for the off-topic portion this week, but I do have – I put down well, – I said Bachelor podcast, but it's really a Bachelorette podcast was created. And when I wrote this down, I'm pretty sure it was a big name podcast company had done it and so when i went into when i looked it up on google today to try and jog my memory you know how many fucking bachelorette podcasts there are probably a lot (laughs) there's a lot and there's a lot of episodes in each one and we're and we're going to be one when the season starts yeah and approximately here let me do the math i just hope that's not as uneventful and anticlimactic as the bachelor yeah. Oh, I because hated the ending. That ending, I there was no satisfaction. Right, can uh, can we all agree that we're a Madison Pruitt podcast? I'm here? not. Oh. I'm not. Sorry. I'm a Kelly. He <laughs> <laughs> probably likes Barb. No, who, you you know who what? was Barb? You, I don't remember Barb. Barb was Hannah Ann's mom. <laughs> oh God! No, the she one, was a little much. The one she was, was a little like, much. The one who is like, well, my daughter's a slut, so you should be with her and not the girl who actually loves you. <laughs> you know, I, I can see Nick not being a Madison Pruitt girl. I mean, she is into, like, Jesus and God. That's not Nick's <laughs> cup of tea. Yeah, I didn't know if we were going to say that out loud, but I kind of I, – I knew that was why. <laughs> well, that was – I don't know. I, just, it's, I think she was a little over the top about it. I don't care that she was waiting until marriage for that. I didn't care. I don't care about that at all. Oh, I would uh, wait for marriage for her. Yeah. I, I mean, you have to admit she's still sexy. am. She's sexy as fuck. Uh, uh, I'm not going to deny that. Not a chance. And but, she knows Charles Barkley. Yeah, because her dad is an assistant coach at Auburn, so that's pretty cool. She's the uh, but, she's perfect. Uh, uh, the religion thing was a, was a little much for me. <laughs> Do you, do, you, do you like Kelly because isn't she from Chicago? She is from Chicago, and she oh. she's an absolute woman, dude, all right? She knew what she wanted from the get-go. That's she, that's she, the she, thing. Kelly, Kelly was one of my favorites, I have to say. Nick's Tinder bio should be like, likes really powerful women. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. That's all I got to say. <laughs> do you know who that is? Yeah, I, uh, I looked her up. I I thought she was you an not know who that was? <laughs> Me neither, Liam. I don't know who she was. I don't know who she was either. God, bro. <laughs> not a political I, podcast. Not, <laughs> you know, I, that's fair. I, I saw that she died, and I was like, wasn't she the girl that wrote, like, the Harry Potter? Like, J.K. Rowling! J.K. Rowling! <laughs> I was like, wait, wait, no. That, that was J.K. Rowling. So <laughs> Oh no! But no, I I knew I knew Ian wouldn't know who she was either. But nope, I not I, a clue. I for all you political stands out there, they're gonna get mad at us because of this. I did my research. She's a very amazing woman, and she led a very amazing life. Thank you. Quote Donald Trump. like Trump there. <laughs> I I saw the TikTok, and that's all the research. I did. Oh my god. Um. I, I do have one thing to say that's off topic. Uh, the fucking what? I'll, oh, never mind. Go ahead, Will. Sorry, Come back to me. Um, the PS5 pre-order was this week, oh. and it's sold out in every single retailer in about seven seconds. 
Yeah, so that was the noise. I did fuck. not. I did not get it. But PlayStation announced that they fucked up and that they're going to release more pre-orders. So hopefully next time around it goes a little smoother. But I was upset. Oh, same, dude. I was. I was super upset that I was on the website at the time that it was going to get released, and I clicked. I clicked it, whatever, and it was gone by the time. Yeah, I think what happened was people bought like a hundred at a time and then oh. tried to resell them. Yeah, people are trying to resell them on eBay for yeah. like a, a disgusting rid- amount rid- of money. Ridiculous no. amounts of money. And those people are idiots because no one's going to buy them. Yeah, so. I know. They're fucking <laughs> stupid. They waste all their money. So, you know what? That's what, you know, that's what you get, dude. Yeah. All right. I, I have two things. One, looks like the Las Vegas Raiders are going to beat the New Orleans Saints. Yeah, that's big. Dude, the Raiders are good. Okay, let's not is get Derek, is Derek Carr back? He was think, never I, there to begin with. I yes, he was. Yes, Remember he when was? the Raiders went like 13 and 3 or 14 and 2 until yeah, Derek like Carr got hurt? Five years ago. <laughs> he, yeah, but he was good. He was really good. And then he got hurt. Yes, they're back. Yes, he's back. Okay. And the, the, the second thing, I think all the people listening, and I know myself included, how is the Tinder life treating you, Ian? Um, so I came up with a bio. Oh, read it. There has been, uh, it's, there's been a very limited use. The bio is, I lost a Twitter poll. <laughs> okay, good. That's, That's a good true. One. Because I did, and I didn't know what else to put. Uh, but it, it's, it's been a very limited use. Are you at least utilizing the swipe night feature? I don't know what that is. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the past two weekends... Tinder has a point of view story where you can swipe right or left to decide where your character goes. And it's actually pretty fun. And it's supposed to line you up with potential matches as well. It's supposed to increase your matches. Oh, don't know okay. how true it is. I just like I just like using the swipe night feature to show how much of an absolute asshole I am, but I don't well, I don't have any matches yet either. Well, but like yeah, I said, um, very limited I, use. I, I, you don't yeah, have probably to use on it. your end, actually, because you don't use it. It is what it is. We know who <laughs> Nick would swipe right on. Ian Michael Tuck, yeah. Of course. <laughs> just say my middle name. We need to tell that story eventually. <sighs> Want to just do it right now? Well, what Sir. about next week? Ne- next week. Next we'll, week. Oh, no, yeah, let's tease we'll, him. We'll yeah, we'll tease him. Um, Also, I have a, so my roommates don't listen to the podcast, even though they say that they do, but I know that they don't. So I'm going to say a keyword for them to come in here and tell me once they listen (laughs) to prove that they're fake and don't listen. So the keyword this week is going to be um, Spider-Man. No, it's too obvious. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be staples. All right. So Real creative. I will let you guys know next week <laughs> if they listen or not. <laughs> okay. They always say that they do, but I know they fucking don't because they don't care about sports. <clears throat> but all right. Um, is that all? Are we good? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you tell your friends about us. Tell your moms. We are a mother-friendly podcast here at uh, Off Topic. Mill friendly milk friendly we don't discriminate 
Uh, Gilf's even. I, I heard that's what Nick's into. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Redheaded Gilf's. That's his thing. Oh, God. Okay, we're done. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. And we will see you next week. <laughs> Breathe out of here.